Hi, I'm Sam Hawley. This is ABC News Daily. We've never heard anything like it before. Prime Minister secretly appointing himself to multiple ministerial positions. That's what Scott Morrison did, and he hid it from us for years. Today, Radio National's breakfast host, Patricia Carvelis, on the former leader's strange power grab, why he did it, and what it says about our democracy. PK, he's no longer our Prime Minister, but oh my, we seem to be talking a lot about Scott Morrison lately. We certainly do. We don't often discuss former Prime Ministers as much as we've been discussing Scott Morrison. Sitting in the congregation of the Perth Pentecostal Church, former Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Let's talk about some speculation around the former Prime Minister Scott Morrison. And now we have these revelations that Scott Morrison was swearing himself into all sorts of ministries during the pandemic. We've heard from Anthony Albanese, he really hasn't held back in his condemnation of the former Prime Minister's actions. No, he says that the former Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, has trashed and tarnished democracy. Uh, This is a a sad uh, indictment of not just Mr Morrison but all those Cabinet colleagues of his who sat back and allowed this to happen. That he was running basically a shadow government in secret. I cannot conceive of the mindset that has created this. He called him a stealth bulldozer because of the secrecy involved in all of this. He says he's misled the parliament and trashed the Westminster style of democracy that we have in Australia. We do have a cabinet system. We don't have a directly elected president. And he says it's really important to know who's in charge at any particular time. And again, I don't know how many people would dispute that. Even on the coalition side of politics, there is a view that that's absolutely what should have happened. Mm, Okay. So, PK, step me through this. What are the ministries that Scott Morrison appointed himself to? Well, it's getting curiouser and curiouser, uh, let me tell you, Sam. So it's been a slow drip, but now the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, has been able to give us some clarity. The Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, was appointed to five additional portfolios in addition to his appointment as the head of Prime Minister and Cabinet. So unbeknownst to the public, he was not only the Prime Minister, which we all knew, um, but he, he asked the Governor-General to swear him basically into other ministries. So the Health Minister, the Finance Minister. Now we know that he was also sworn in to Treasury, which is extraordinary in my view. So we had Josh Frydenberg as the Treasurer, but we clearly now also had Scott Morrison. Home Affairs, which again, shocking. I uh, didn't know he was also the Home Affairs Minister. And the one that was revealed at the beginning of the week the Department of Industry, Science, Energy and Resources. Uh, So all of this happened between March 2020 and April 2021. Just explain this for me, though, PK, because we already had those ministers. So what's the actual point of it? I mean, what does it matter? I mean, I just don't understand it. 
Well, I don't think we all understand it yet because I don't think it's been well explained. Scott Morrison has done this one interview with Ben Fordham. Scott Morrison is live on the line. Mr Morrison, good morning to you. G'day, Ben. I think at the end of that interview there are many more questions than answers. He did confirm the three that he'd been sworn into. He was asked if there are others. He said he can't recall. We can just be clear. Are there any other portfolios that you assumed any control over? Not to my recollection, Ben. I'm, I'm, I'm pursuing that, but not to my recollection. There were a number that were considered at the time for safeguard reasons, but I don't recall any others being actioned. It's all super weird, Sam. It's all super weird that this was all done in secrecy. And uh, the, the situation we were dealing with, it was a, a very unprecedented time. It wasn't. He is correct that they are unprecedented times. But some of these appointments went into 2021, right? It wasn't just the emergency days. And then the other part of the question is, even if he thought, hang on a minute, how about if my health minister or my finance minister become ill and I need to step in with some of the individual decisions, why not tell the rest of your cabinet and the public that you need to do that? Ben, none of these powers were exercised. Had they been required to be exercised because of events um, that may have transpired, then of course at that time that's when I would have said that I'm ex- using these authorities under uh, these provisions that we'd put in place. But thankfully that... In a sense, it gives him more power to make decisions within these portfolios. And that's because in some of these portfolios, and I think a good example is the Resources Minister, you can green light approvals for certain things. Immigration Minister, for instance, they have powers on all sorts of matters. Look at the Biloela family. And... He essentially made sure he was sworn in so he could get the decisions as he wanted them, it seems, right? It seems that's the case. We know that from the Resources Minister for sure because it actually, he executed it. Just explain that. How did he execute it? What we know here in relation to resources is that he was sworn in as the Joint Resources Minister in April 2021. The additional power essentially allowed him to overrule the Nationals member and actual resources minister. So there's an actual resources minister, Keith Pitt, who wanted to give a green light to a petroleum exploration licence off the New South Wales Central Coast in early 2022, right? He was He's in favour of it. He thought it was a good idea. This was very politically contentious with MPs on the Liberal side of politics, also Labor, but on the Liberal side of politics who were kind of fighting to to retain their seats on some of these issues. Now, clearly, the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, wanted to ensure that this, this could be blocked. He didn't really clearly trust Keith Pitt, his minister, to ensure it was blocked, so mm. he made himself Resources Minister so he could block it. But in that press conference, which I recall kind of watching, to be honest, I watch a lot of the Prime Minister's press conferences. He said he'd done it as Prime Minister and we all went, oh, he, as Prime Minister, he's done this. When actually he'd signed himself up as a Resources Minister to be able to do this. The decision of the government, and I decided to take the decision as the Prime Minister, which I, um, I'm authorised to do. And I did this because I wanted to ensure that we took a whole of government understanding of this decision. Okay, PK, we know there are members of the coalition who are pretty worried about this. 
Karen Andrews, the former Home Affairs Minister, she wants Scott Morrison to resign. It is time for him to uh, leave the parliament and look elsewhere for employment. David Littleproud, the Nationals leader, he thinks it's a really bad look. Well, that's pretty ordinary. You know, these are the decisions of Scott Morrison. Um, I I don't agree with them and I'm prepared to say that openly and honestly. At the time, did any of the ministers know this was going on? I mean, clearly the public didn't. No. So we know that, for instance, Greg Hunt was told uh, that he was sharing the health ministerial role. Later, other cabinet members found out, but not not at the time some of them have told me. The finance minister, Matthias Cormann, was not told. Now, Scott Morrison has explained that as a kind of communications problem between officers. He says he's apologised to Matthias Cormann And even Peter Dutton, who is the now opposition leader and was a member of the National Security Committee, right, that is the very powerful committee of Cabinet in charge of the pandemic response, didn't know about the finance and resources portfolio until it was revealed in the press. PK, the one person we absolutely know knew about this was the Governor-General David Hurley because he had to swear Scott Morrison into these positions So is anyone questioning his role in this? There are some questioning his role or wondering what happened. The Prime Minister has said that his beef isn't with him as the Governor-General because the Governor-General essentially was responding to the advice that the Prime Minister provided or gave or or, or requested. And the other part of this, of course, Sam, is If this is all legal, clearly not transparent, but legal, then the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, says that clearly there will need to be some changes. He won't announce what changes yet because Mm. early days of all of this. But if we have a system that can be so shrouded in secrecy, then clearly the public has a right to know and so the systems have to be improved. You say that Anthony Albanese, he's going to have a look at this. Maybe he's going to try and close some of the loopholes that have allowed this to happen. But PK, what does it say about our political system that a prime minister can appoint himself as virtually every minister and have somewhat huge power? What does it mean for our politics? I mean, Scott Morrison himself, he said recently during a church sermon that we can't trust governments Or is it that we just couldn't trust his? I think that it is alarming to me that we have only found this out now after this government has been uh, defeated at the polls. We didn't know at the time there was zero transparency. That should alarm us all. And when Scott Morrison talked about, you know, having distrust in governments, I, I I would hate to think that, Australians would trust governments less as a result of this. I think the opportunity here is to increase transparency. I think Scott Morrison has done himself an enormous amount of damage. This story is in its infancy. There's a lot more to find out. And I I hope that it gives us an opportunity to improve the way that, that democracy works in this country. Patricia Carvelis is the host of Radio National Breakfast. The opposition leader, Peter Dutton, says he won't be calling on the former Prime Minister to resign. If you want to hear about the sermon where Scott Morrison said we can't trust governments, 
We covered that on July the 21st. That's in your feed. This episode was produced and mixed by Sam Dunn. Additional production by Sydney Peed and Flint Duxfield. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.